Hello and welcome to another edition of the You Tell Me What I Just Said podcast. I am Johnny the Outsider. He is the one, the only. Hell yeah, changes are coming. Then proceeds to put on maxi pads, the Luchador. Standard is a standard kid. What up, what up, what up? What up, what up indeed. Steelers got slapped in the face, and what did they do about it? Nothing. And we'll get right into that. We'll talk about the game coming up, and uh, we'll see where the day goes. But, but um, look, there's really not a lot to say about the game. It's what we've been telling you for uh, a long time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's obviously embarrassing because C.J. Stroud is a rookie. C.J. Stroud is who we said we should have waited and made it run it. I mean, obviously, he was taking number two, so it's going to be really hard. But you've done a lot more crazier things, like drafting Kenny Pickett, Najee Harris, all these people in the first round. So, like, Broderick Jones, uh, which we'll touch on that. So, I mean, that's really the takeaway. is Like, we could have at least made a run at that guy, and it would have been justified waiting. And if we didn't get him, like, you'll live with that. But uh, on the way there, you could have got some pieces that would have at least helped Whoever is going to be playing Sunday, um, we'll also jump into that. <laughs> yeah, could I have Sam Howell? Dude, talk about <laughs> I mean, he was taken in the same draft, what, like five rounds later? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty um, much, man. Look, this is nothing really to talk about. It's what we said. Like, you squandered picks on this offensive line. Uh, you guys tried to fool us last year with Mason Cole, but he is who we thought he was. Uh, uh, cast away that somehow played above his level last year, I guess because I, I, w- I guess I would have said because he was replacing Kendrick Green, but Kendrick Green looked like a fucking monster out there compared to what we had. Um, oh, my God. Texans are literally just grabbing guys out of the stand and the, the hot dog vendor we know, Kendrick Green, and just literally <laughs> making our defensive line look embarrassing. Uh, that's with TJ Watt and Highsmith. It looked like they were just doubled TJ and just assumed nobody else was going to do anything. Um Sure that Levi Wallace just out there looking lost uh, against rookies. Um, Pat Peterson, I maybe had a pass breakup. Um, yeah, you you draft JPJ because he's a man coverage, so like he should be featured more in this defense. Um, maybe put him against the guys that Pat P and Levi Wallace can't cover because what do you got to lose at that point? Um. But yeah, then the offense is what we've told you guys. This offense is, um, you guys all get overhyped when they put up twenty points on the Raiders and the Browns and yeah. the Colts and like all these other like scrub teams. But like, the Texans are a real team, uh, with a rookie quarterback. That that's what we should be. Um, yeah, they got D'Amico Ryan's first year head coach. Out coaching Mike Tomlin, who's been in the league forever. That all you guys want to hang your hat on that he never had a losing season. Well, he just got out coached by a guy that's a first year coach. I don't even know if he's been a coordinator. I guess I assume he's been, but yeah, he was the defensive um, coordinator for the 49ers. Well, there you go. <laughs> the defensive minded coach. What's the guy comes that? from the guy comes from uh, a coaching tree, something Tomlin wishes he knew anything about. He's got a bush and uh, never really grown to fruition. So it's more like a more like a little shrub out there that you're like, ah, oh, 
The thing's, so, the thing's ugly, but I mean, it's still, at, least you know, it gives, at least it gives the front yard some character, I guess. So we'll <laughs> let it hang around. <laughs> it's oh, it's a leftover it's a leftover shrub from uh, the guy that used to live here before, and yeah, he seemed to really like it, so we didn't want to take it down. But oh, <laughs> it. um, it's just it's embarrassing, and I this is what we warned everyone about. And it's refreshing finally to see people on Twitter like coming around like, hey, maybe Tomlin is a problem. Hey, maybe like we shouldn't just keep giving this offensive pass. Maybe Kenny isn't the guy. Um, we made a mistake hiring Terrell Austin. He looked good for a couple of games, but I mean, he is what he is. He was a shitty coordinator, historically bad coordinator with the Lions. And I think he was with uh, Cincinnati. And I mean, from from the old regime. So I mean, they got rid of him for a reason. Uh, yeah, that's what we got, man. Uh, I'm just so disappointed because we spent so much money on this offensive line, thinking that it was going to be the answer. And to see our high-paid offensive line, it's <laughs> like compared to the Texans patchwork Kendrick Green led offensive line and the is the fact that they could protect CJ Stroud better than our I mean, offensive line I mean coaching Pat Meyer the castaway from Carolina we had question marks about when he came in uh the Texans were the 31st rushing defense in the league and Najee got 70 yards I mean, I guess it's kind of good, I guess. I mean, it was his best game, I think, so far. But, I mean, that isn't really saying a lot. I, I mean, you know, I mean. Yeah, but. You expect he, him to be doing that stuff, you know. And he once again comes out and defends this offense, Najee Harris. Like, why, what, did someone, like, have these guys as families, like, in a basement somewhere with a gun to their head so they can't just call it this offense? Like, I, I cannot believe anyone in this offense actually believes in this offense. Like I don't, it's everywhere. I, if you're Najee, like how do you how do you support this offense? You never get the ball. Um you're never getting a hundred yards. Um I I I just it's befuddling. Like how 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 are any of these guys defending this offense? With if anyone looked at these players, like they would besides George Pickens, like none of these guys are getting a starting roster spot on another team. Besides, I guess Deontay, but we've always said like people have always overvalued him more. I mean, obviously we need him, I guess, because he's really oh good. At, he's really good at the one route. So one route, man. Um, uh, it has to be coaching, right? It has to be with the, but like yeah, like you said, the offense. But like every single component of the offense, like you can't. I don't know. There, you used to think maybe it might have been like a talent issue, but seeing Kendrick Green succeed in another offense has turned that theory upside down, right? Uh, but then again, we have I mean, I, I, we, we, were out there, we were out there talking this week, and I said, you know what? I feel like this offense would ruin like a Creed Humphreys, who we're super high on, and obviously the league is. Uh, you sent me that video of Lindenbaum, who we asked for, and he's out there doing good things. But 
I don't know. Maybe this offense really would just ruin every anybody that ever steps foot on on the field in this offense. Yeah. Apparently it makes them for, apparently it makes them forget that they've been playing football for like 15 years and they don't know how to use any of the prior knowledge they they, they had before they joined the Steelers because literally every time every time you see something uh in a post game it's like, "Well, we wanted to run this route, but they were in a cover 3 and we didn't know what to do." Well, you audible are you trying to tell me you've never audible before as a quarterback? You trying to tell me you guys can't figure out like a hot route, like, like make up your own lingo, do something. You guys have been doing this for fifteen years with professional football players. I don't know, go play Madden and hit Y on the Xbox and Triangle, and that's how you pull up hot routes. And then look at any of those hot routes on Madden, and just be like, all right, we'll do this. We see, <laughs> we're going to cover two, and normally we would panic, but let's remember what we learned from playing Madden. Wire triangle, just call it out in the huddle. Wire triangle, and say that you're going into a hot route, and go from there. I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, you, I I can't believe that. Yeah, Matt Canada doesn't have audibles in his uh playbook, That's but you insane. guys again have been doing this for fifteen years. You trying to tell me for fifteen years nobody until you got to professional level knew what an audible was and because Matt Canada doesn't know what an audible is you guys can't figure it out yourselves yeah man like uh, uh, man that, that that's embarrassing but also what else is embarrassing is that Matt Canada admits that if they're falling behind or if they're behind they can't catch up like how why would you say that and sure until we know that's true but I get like you were saying like yeah. how can you guys not do a quick slant, Matt, something. Jesus Christ. The, the problem is that he feels comfortable enough to admit that out loud, knowing that nothing is going to happen to him. Like, nothing is going to happen to him. Like, that's your one job is to be able to figure out how to come back from a deficit. And you're saying, uh, gee golly, I don't know, it's impossible. No other team in NFL history has ever done it. So, I mean, you know. Jesus and then Tomlin instead of firing you on the spot, like walking in there and punching you in the face and saying, that's no longer our offensive coordinator, this goes, well, we'll just put on pads this week. That'll help. <laughs> like, what? like they wear they wear pads. They, they know how to play in pads. What they don't know is how to scheme and change things up when things go bad. All they know how to do is wear pads and run around, just like they're doing in practice. She's talking about practice. Put, put, <laughs> Put you and me in pads and let us run around then. Like, if that's the only qualification to play on the Pittsburgh Steelers is you have to wear pads and practice now, like, by God, I can run out there and look like I have no idea what I'm doing. I can get torched by, you know, Tommy Long John Silver and just, like, stand there and, like, look, throw my hands up and be like, oh, oh I didn't know what they were running. Uh, dude, uh, I, I can run out there and not get open because all I got to do is just run and stop and be like, oh, well, I ran my route. Here I am. Here I am. You stand uh, with my hands in my pocket. I, I can go line up and hike a ball and let everyone run past me at the quarterback. Like, True. Like, what if that's the new man? standard is a standard to be a Steeler, <laughs> sign me up. Pay me millions of dollars to do nothing. Like, that'd be... You're, the easiest gig in the world, man. You're looking at 90% of America right now. Everyone's trying to figure out how to get rich and do nothing. So, like, just rotate people in. Just rotate uh, people in. Good. Fresh bodies, man. It's like the that movie Invisible or Invisible with Mark Wahlberg, dude. I'll, I'll do it for half their... I'll do it for 10% of the pay. Like, you're telling me... Oh, 
dude. What's it getting paid? A hundred thousand a game? Yeah, I'll take ten thousand a game to let someone run past me seventeen times in a season. <laughs> easy, easy money, man. I'll put on pads, even though like you never wear pads in practice. I'll I'll put them on. Fuck, slide me up. That's just leader of men. I just don't. It just seems like it's such a circus now. Well, I mean, I guess it always has been, but the fact that like now they don't have Ben Roethlisberger to cover up those warts, or that's pretty yeah, much it. Ben, ben played in offenses that had audibles. <laughs> I mean, at least yeah. at least he knew what to do. And Canada was like, uh. Well, I guess we just gotta run it, and he's like, "Fuck it." Yeah, I, I, gonna, I guarantee gonna... you, I guarantee you, people would be dying to have old, non-mobile, dead, limp arm Ben Roethlisberger back. You know, after these past well, two two seasons. Honestly, I wish Ben would have played one more year for someone else, just so that we could have literally just seen like this Toblin, James Connors in Arizona. Lighten up the league. He's like top five rusher, top three maybe this year. We obviously, like saw what Kendrick Green did somewhere else, and we, we literally like ended that man's career over and over again. And now, uh, uh it just like anybody that leaves Stephen Nelson, he's like, oh yeah, we saw the tape and knew if they were in this, they were throwing it to Common Austin. So it was very easy to know where to be, and I just executed the play, like. Literally had us all turn on Steven Nelson. Like, uh, it's clearly man. the problem is the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. We, I, I've said it before. George Pickens, any other team, is easily a 1,000-yard receiver, double-digit touchdowns. Um, Pat Fryermuth, if he doesn't get hurt every year, is <laughs> a solid tight end. Oh, man. Darnell uh, Washington probably has like four touchdowns by now because he's just probably. such a big target in the red zone. And um, in the middle of the field that for some reason we're still allergic to. Like I just <sighs> I'm so confused as to why. Like they're talking about how difficult it would be to like implement a new offense. Like, no, dude, just practice like a couple of plays a week and use the middle of the field. You know what's difficult? Christ. Running this offense every week and pretending like you're gonna win a football game. God. You'd be better just to like literally start up a game of Madden and be like, all right, uh, I'm going to play the 49ers and go through their playbook and call this out. <laughs> and like, that's what we're going to do. Whatever is in Kyle Shanahan's playbook in Madden, I'm just going to call out plays from there. Yeah, just rip it off, man. It, it can't be, that, I don't know. It, I mean, it's it's just crazy. It, like, There's no like variation to any of the play calls. Right. It's just the same shit over and over again. Like Roman Reigns said, it's like missionary positions, the same thing every single night. <laughs> like it, it's just, it's, it's not even like fun to watch the Steelers play. It's just like, Oh great. Who's going to, we're just making, like I, I, tw- I tweeted out like uh, Laura, shout out to Laura for giving me this uh, wording, but she was like, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers are like the Bret Hart's of football. They make everybody else look good. And I'm <laughs> like, Holy shit. It's so true. like we're making everybody else money we used to say that all the time like if you're a backup quarterback and you're playing the Steelers you're gonna be you're gonna be rich after after the game somebody's gonna look at this and be like oh yeah that's the guy that's the problem is like before it was like yeah we were gonna get embarrassed by like a two and ten team but at least like we had the players to like win football games we had offense we had defense we just never got up for those games because 
piss poor coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, like, it's not the embarrassing losses. It's the embarrassing losses to everybody week after week. Even the games we win are embarrassing. Yeah. Like if you lose if you lose to the Steelers right now, you might as well be losing to Bishop, Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> yeah. You know, they probably beat us. Yeah, they have to they probably would. They'd they'd figure out our <laughs> offense real quick. Oh, yeah. They'd figure they out, figured it out and they're like just a bunch of I don't even what was the story? Like they were just like janitors and shit. Like the coach was Right. It was literally some guy that made up credentials and gave them to ESPN be like, Hey, we'll play your super team. And they're like, sweet. And then they had the... Oh my god! Like, you know, you know how hard, or you know why there's so much pressure on Kenny and whoever that quarterback is, because when you don't use the middle of the field, you can literally just send everybody in the middle of the field after the quarterback. It's a numbers game, and uh, because we can't even block the four guys in front of us, there's no way we're gonna block the <laughs> other three or four guys coming after him. Oh, so... that's it. That's that's the secret to beating the Steelers, man. Oh my god! Just the decisions that have been made the past two seasons. Now, like it's all coming right at you like a freight train. Like, like answer this question for me, John. Okay. Okay. Why in the blue hell did we get rid of Cam Sutton or not pay Cam Sutton? And why did we bring Patrick Peterson in thinking that he could replace him? Is is there for a mentorship? Bro, that's what the guy on Twitter told me. He's a mentor. He's ready. He's passing the. He's he's passing the torch. Holy shit, dude! Cam Sun's been in the league for like what six years. He's still young, but a, a veteran. Like, come on, like, what, what would what does Pat P know that Cam Sutton doesn't know? I think Cam got a pick last week. I mean, if Pat I, P was I, such a good mentor, what about all those tells he was talking about the 49ers? Like. You know what I mean? Like, if he's such a crafty veteran, why is he? Why is Levi Wallace getting roasted? The the embarrassing thing is Pat Peterson's over here talking about tells against the 49ers doesn't get anything, and Stephen Nelson's over here talking about tells against the Steelers and he gets an interception. So like, clearly one of these guys knows more about what they're talking about than old Pat P. That's embarrassing. Dude must have forgot to put on his bifocals when he was watching tape or something. Oh man, probably. Oh man, that just. <laughs> No disrespect, I mean, Pat I mean, P, but <laughs> I mean it's a classic Steelers thing. It's like when yeah. Stefan Tuitt says, "Like this is a practice," oh, and they go out there and almost lose the fuck. Like every time a Steeler player opens their mouth, uh, Claypool losing never heard of her. What do we do? We start losing. Like every time one of these idiots just has to open their mouth, it just embarrasses more than we already are. And just... <laughs> they're <laughs> literally. They're literally talking about trying Kenny Pickett out there on Sunday against the Ravens behind this team that has already given him two concussions, uh, literally gets his ass whooped. Like, if this is your franchise quarterback, you just shut him down. Shut him down until you get a real offense. Like, <laughs> well, how about... like, like, you don't look at this and think, Kenny possibly is going to learn anything from the rest of the season in this offense. Like, there's nothing he's going to learn in this on how to grow. If anything, you're going to turn him into like uh, seeing ghosts out there. Uh, who was that quarterback? Uh, Zach Wilson? No, Sam Darnold. I mean, Sam Darnold, yeah. Uh, yeah. He already is, though. Like, he's already like rolling out or whatever that was spinning out of the pocket and just getting sacked. The one where he, where he got hurt on, like, yeah, 
Well, there's another thing where they, if you watch it, the whole line on the right side collapses, and that's where he runs to. Instead of going to the left, where there's like wide open grass, he runs to the right where everyone's collapsing because the dude just like panics. He just sees a bunch of black and gold jerseys coming in his face, and he just freaks out. Oh, um, bro! So like, if this is your franchise quarterback, you you gotta like sit him this season. It's gonna be like a, it's gonna be like a tough hill to hill to climb to get back to being a you know an average quarterback with everything that's been happening to him. Wait, but like, you're you're gonna you're literally teaching him bad habits right now. Yeah, they're gonna be hard to break. Like you have, first of all, the play design is so terrible. Like you said, they're just gonna have everybody in the middle. And they're gonna rush, collapse the pocket, and sack them. But like also the way the routes are, like nobody's ever open because they're shitty concepts. So it's like, that's that's a recipe for failure. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just still, I just am so confused as to what Tomlin sees in this offense or in Canada or like we, like he had that press conference and it's just nothing. It's just a usual Tomlin conference where it's just a bunch of words, but nothing's really said. Hell yeah, we're gonna do changes. Puts on pads like that's not a change. Gee, me, Frost. Like it's because the reason he loves Canada so much is because Canada's just like him. They never admit when they're wrong, and they don't ever want to change anything up because the standard is the standard. So we're just gonna keep doing what we always do. Talking about like we didn't execute. Yeah, you guys literally executed exactly what you guys <laughs> like. Yeah. That's exactly what you guys has planted. This is what you do in practice every week. You executed it in practice. The reason your defense can't cover anyone is because they're only used to covering those routes that are literally junior high. So when they have to play a real football team that runs real plays, they don't know what to do. Sure. They don't know how to cover anyone because they're used to covering crappy ass routes all it's like that's like I am supposed to sharpen iron. You guys are literally out here with fucking Plastic, to- you know those little toy swords you buy from the pair. And you're like, <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Oh god! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! We're getting so good. Oh man! Like the D- Levi Wallace probably does look like Sauce Gardner against our offense. So then he goes out there. <laughs> Pat- Patrick Peterson probably looks like Prime Patrick Peterson when he's playing against our offense in practice. Oh shit! That's probably that's that's true. That's what it is, man. <laughs> our defense probably. He doesn't recognize when we're throwing the deep ball to Calvin Austin because they don't know how to read a fucking playbook. They don't know how to watch tape. Otherwise, yeah. Calvin Austin would never have a touchdown in practice against us either. Oh, man. You're making too much sense. And our run game probably looked really good in our practice against this run defense. It's so true. And, like, it's just, again, it's just crazy. Not crazy, but it's like now people are seeing, like, we've been trying to tell you guys like, you know, there are some times where you and I drank Kool-Aid and we're like, all right, maybe, you know. But in, deep in our hearts, we knew the truth. No, no, I I literally feel like I portrayed everything, my morals, everything when I came around with you guys in preseason. Mm-hmm. I, I, you kept asking me, what is it going to take? And I'm like, oh, I guess maybe if we do going to get the bills. And I'm like, my heart, I was like, no, no, nothing in preseason matters. Like, but nope, you guys kept pounded me over the head with it and i was like okay yeah, yeah i guess yeah, i yeah, said yeah, if they yeah. did get against the bills and now like you guys have literally got me like 
going to church on Sundays and confessing my sins. I'm sorry, Father, for ever walking away from the path that I've been preaching for three years because of a preseason performance. <laughs> One preseason performance. I, I, I Bill starters, man. <laughs> Forgive me, Father, for I know not what I've done. And literally, oh. literally, literally, always bring up the Lions going for now. Like that's always my benchmark when people are like, "Oh, preseason, cool." I guess, I guess we went undefeated in preseason, right? So we're preseason champions. That's all preseason that champions, man. We got that banner alongside the no losing seasons banner in Akershire. <laughs> when Tomlin has his losing record this season, it's gonna say, "But he was four and zero in preseason." So if you add those four wins to our record, never lose in season, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to get a t-shirt and everything. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. It's going to say uh, two and 15 regular season, four no, three and oh in preseason, baby. Did you see uh, the, the rumor, or maybe it's the truth, but Rooney was the guy that hired Canada. And I guess Tomlin was against it. They're not not like adamant about it, but I mean Okay. Okay, if you were Tomlin and that was true, you would be coming out and roasting this man because like why would you let your legacy go down because of the Rooney's? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like why are you gonna take your whole legacy for Rooney? Like, why would he re-sign a contract or sign an extension knowing that Canada is garbage? Because he's probably like us. He was like, all right, all right, one good, one good game. You've been winning games down the stretch last season when we were me and you were like, that's the worst thing that could have ever happened to the Steelers is them win those last several games. Yeah, like a win was a win, but like it was just late game heroics. But it wasn't Nobody like posted. Ben Roethlisberger heroics. It was just team, other teams breaking down. And I don't know, man. What were you gonna say? Sorry. Somebody posted a thing that was like the the cycle of a Steelers season: weeks one through four, key players get injured; weeks five through like ten, they go on a, a, a unbelievable run; weeks, uh. 11 through 17, bunch of dumb luck and end up with a winning record. And that That's pretty so much true. sums it up. Like, so true, man. Again, it's the same thing I said before the Browns game. We're playing the Ravens. It's a rivalry game, divisional game. So anything can happen, right? Mm-hmm. If, if we go out and win this game, it doesn't mean shit. It's the same <laughs> thing. Like, it didn't mean anything when we beat the Browns. didn't mean anything <laughs> when we beat the Raiders. Because then we go out and get beat thirty to six against the Texans. Don't, 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 don't buy into it. it. If we win, enjoy it for what it is. But it doesn't mean Jack Diddley squat, unless it's Mitch Trubisky playing and somehow like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Mitch goes out there and makes his offense click, then. Um, <laughs> I that's the only that's the only glimmer of hope you can have. Like, I still won't put much stock in it, but the only the only thing you say is he's played in a shitty offense before and he's played he's played in one now. So like, 
he knows how to play in it because he's been in it his whole career besides the one year in Buffalo. So mm-hmm. like he's the only one that knows anything other, different than shitty offense. I guess Mason was around during um, Randy Fuchter, so at least, at least he had a little, little bit of a non-shitty offense. But I mean, that's the only thing you say is maybe. Mitch can summon up whatever he learned in Buffalo behind Josh Allen and like put that to use. And like, right. I, it's like I told you and tweeted out. I was like, whoever plays Sunday, like, it, it, can't, it better not be Kenny, but between Mason and Mitch, you put in whoever just plays with a no fucks given attitude and, and it's just going to go out there and play it like it's their last football game they'll ever play it again because. If you got there and run this offense, like you're not gonna get signed by another team. If you go out there and do some crazy stuff and look competent, like maybe, just maybe, there's life after the Steelers for you. But if you got there and run that offense and then you, you go in the bye week and then it's gonna toss Kenny back out there, like your career's over. Maybe I mean Mason already learned that. That's why he had to come back to us groveling for his job back after <laughs> basically being like basically being like yeah, it's been a good, but I'm I'm ready to move on. Like I'm tired of the disrespect and da da da. And then, lo and behold, he's back because nobody wanted to give him a job. Nobody, not one. He couldn't single get a back. Team. He couldn't even, he couldn't even get James Washington over there in uh, Dallas to vouch for him or whatever. And be like, yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a guy. Man. Oh man, what a joke! I I yeah. Yeah, they said they were going to throw Kenny Pickett out there against the Ravens. But I can see something happening like next practice or like the day before. We're like, oh, Kenny Pickett tweaked his knee again. And they decided to shut him down for this week in the bye week. But I I, I don't know, man. I don't know why. Not, we, that, not I, that skill level, he's comparable to Andrew Luck. But they're going to do to him what happened to Andrew Luck. You're literally going to get this guy killed. And then the point is just going to walk walk away from the football. <laughs> Another wasted first round draft pick when we could have had Lyndon Baum and whoever else we wanted in that draft that we took. Well, let's talk about wasted first round draft picks because they said the reason they ran that shotgun was because Dan Moore was out and Pat Fryermuth was out, so they didn't trust Darnell Washington and Broderick Jones to be able to block for one yard against the thirty first rushing defense. Explain that to me. You drafted Broderick Jones in the first round, and you don't trust him against the 31st rushing defense to block well enough to get you one yard rushing the ball. Like, they, don't the even, they don't even trust Darnell Washington. You say Darnell or Broderick. You said Broderick yeah. first, right? And Broderick Darnell and Washington, Darnell. Like, that's the reason why you drafted him, was to be a run blocker. Like That's the, <laughs> that's the be... number one reason. If need be, you put him on the side you're going to run the ball to. Put him in there as a fullback. Just like hand the ball off to Najee, put him in there as a fullback, and let him block. <laughs> oh, man. Was, so was, I just, I, I, oh, my God. And I, and I guess and that, the, that, the was rumor, Tom, that was Tom yeah. that came out saying that. Yeah, like that was a Tomlin call. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are they making the easy shit hard? Like, this is the one thing that you and I talked about. Like, stop making the easy stuff hard. Like, stop make like the obvious, the obvious choice 
is like the best one at times. Right. I just don't understand. If you do the obvious choice, if you do the obvious choice and fail, like no one's gonna beat you over the head with it. When you do the most asinine choice in the world and get your quarterback injured, like yeah, there's gonna be some hell coming your way. Like you deserve it. It's well deserved. Like there's. We could have. I'm gonna repeat this drum. You know, Christian Gonzalez and JPJ, and then maybe your secondary wouldn't look so abysmal. You could have had JSN. I mean, he's not doing shit in uh, Seattle, but he leads the league in separation. Something our team, our wide receivers can't get. So at least he would be separate from whoever he was running his route against. So. Maybe Kenny could at least have a security blanket. It's true. It's so true, man. Uh, I I don't the know. Steelers should trade. The Steelers might as well trade Broderick Jones right now at this point for JSN and see what they can get. Crazy man, that's just. Cra- I just. I'm just. I, I'm at a loss for words. I I I just. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Well. Well, we're wasting Najee's career, so we could have had Creed Humphreys. At least we would have had one of the best centers in the league. Yeah. We're You're wasting exactly Kenny's right. career. We could have had Tyler Lindenbaum instead of wasting another quarterback. Can I have Quinn Miners? Oh, we talked about that a million times. We beat that, we beat that dead horse all the time. But again, all these choices that we were wanting the Steelers to make is just like more so now than ever. It's like like those would have been the right choices to make, right. unless somehow like Canada and Tomlin pull a, a rabbit out of their hat and actually do something with this mess of players that they have. It's like we said before; it's going to be dark days, man. Dark days for the Steelers. Uh, I don't you see. Could've, you huh? could have traded your first round pick, the thirty second pick, Kenny Pickett, and something else to go up and get. Uh, CJ Stroud this year. Yeah, could have done something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could have. I mean, look what the then the Texans they moved they moved up to like the wasn't CJ Stroud and Will Anderson like back to back. Yeah, like they they gave up a lot, but I mean, come on, like when you like sometimes you got to swing for the fences and that kind of and that kind of. uh in that kind of draft, you know, like if you really want your okay. guy, you'll do whatever you need to get him. You clearly don't know how to sign free agencies, free agents, so you got to hit it in the draft. If you don't know how to do it either, my yeah. god, it's hard to find any positives, guys. <laughs> like, literally, like the only positive that I can think of in the Texans game is uh. <laughs> Yeah, Nashi and Kendra Green, man. Uh, shout out to CJ Stroud, man. Man, I wish you would have waited for that guy. Yeah. But oh, what do we know? We're dumb. <laughs> we're, we're just a, a bunch of d- dumbos, man. And uh, everybody's always like, hey, you guys are pushing me. You guys are overreacting. No, it isn't overreacting. We've been telling, been telling you the shit for like three years. Yeah. And, and like, oh, and, uh, just, 
going back to the Twitter discourse and stuff, like a lot of people are saying, you guys aren't real fans and all that other bullshit. Uh, like, no, like uh, you want to hold your team accountable, like you said. Like, like you can't you can't say that people aren't real fans when they're pissed off. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to go cheer for the 49ers or something. Like, we joked about that week one, but mm-hmm. like, I'm allowed to be up, disappointed, upset, especially when the writing's been the wall because everything we said three years ago is coming to fruition. So yeah. if two schmucks from the middle of the Midwest can figure it out, like people paid way more money than us should have been able to see this coming. Yeah. And yet here we are three years later, the two schmucks from the Midwest that told you this shit was going to happen are now right as can be. And all these little pissy money like ah oh, you guys just, you guys aren't real fans uh, yeah we're real fans and this is what we warned you about and this is what we wanted to avoid because yeah. all we have are the Steelers and the Pacers <laughs> the Pacers have been the Steelers of now for since Reggie Miller retired okay so I can tell you you don't want to be this team yeah <laughs> the Pacers at least made some interesting runs against like the Heat and Cleveland but like it's not a lot of fun knowing that you're never going to win a championship, uh, especially being in the middle of the pack, uh, not spending money. And then when you do spend it, you're like, what? We paid that guy? <laughs> yeah. We let oh, that guy man. walk to pay this guy? That's yeah. literally happening now in Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> well, at least the Pacers make head coaching changes. With with that kind of stuff, I mean, Tomlin's contract runs out at the end of the next season, and I, I don't know if he's a, if he's going to get an extension. I don't think it's going to happen, man. Like, Let's make this also clear. All you people will be like, if Tomlin left today, he'd have a job tomorrow. Good. I don't yes. hate the guy. Like he gave us some good seasons. He gave us some memorable seasons, but he also is putting our franchise in the toilet right now. For the past three years, all he has done is just kept piling shit on top of us. And now we're just waiting for that turd to flush and it just won't go down. <laughs> it just won't go down, man. It's just sitting there and sitting there and stinking the joint up. Okay. Like Owen Hart, so, man. God bless you. God bless you, Tom. And thanks for the memories. But right now, you're leaving a lot of terrible lasting memories that I can't wait to forget so I can remember the good times. But until then, like, good riddance. I, I hope you get a job. I'm happy for you. Uh, I hope your new job doesn't go like this because it's looking more and more like you just really inherited a good team from Cower. You got lucky having Dick LeBeau stick around. Um, got lucky you had Todd Haley, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, Big Ben. Like I know Ben was the one that ran Aaron's out of town. Sorry about your luck. But I mean... How do you go from Randy Feekner making Randy Feekner look like fucking Kyle Shanahan to <laughs> what we have now? Like, Rudy or not, like, you you should have been putting your foot down at some point. You watch those practices every day. You, you see how awful this offense is every week. You get to see it live and personal up close on the sidelines. So, I mean, like I said, I hope he gets a job, and I hope it doesn't go as poorly as these last three years because it's really going to be an indictment then. 
but like I said, no, no hard feelings towards him. I hope he does. I'm happy for him if he does. But sometimes it's okay to move on. Yeah. So yeah. Sometimes, so sometimes the relationships get stale, and you, you know, it's you guys are both better off splitting up and seeing what the rest rest of life has to offer you. And you know, um. We've been saying it forever, man. Like we were the last guys to jump on the fire Tomlin train. And... I, just, I just don't know. I just don't understand how we were the last ones to jump on, and then everyone jumped off. And it's like, <laughs> what, he needs what is going on here? Ever, <laughs> like, come on! It's like you guys are just fucking with us. You guys are like, oh, fire, fire him! Oh, they're on the train. Let's get off! Oh, oh man, we're like in Bizarro World, dude. Um. <laughs> I mean, we defended Ben to the very end, and Tomlin basically got us to almost turn on him too towards the end. Yeah. Like that's the that's the Tomlin effect. But now, now we're older, wiser, see through the Tomlinisms as like, yeah, they're fun and cute, but they don't mean anything. Yeah, because like the yeah, because like you know the times before, like oh yeah, we're missing guy here. Oh, the defense, you know, it could needs to be updated. Yeah, okay. Well, now we got everything. I don't know. I don't know, man. Just thinking about like Matt Canada. He's like, for when he first got in there, he's like, oh, I need a mobile quarterback. Ben isn't it. And then people are like, oh yeah, he's old and slow. He can't do anything. He just, he's weak, weak arm. So we get a mobile quarterback. What happens? Nothing. We we needed different offensive linemen and a new offensive <laughs> line coach. We got all that. We finally got everything that he wanted. Not not good enough. Wide receivers. I mean, we have Deontay who can separate, but other than that, we should like you said, George Pickens should be a megastar. We got like Pat Fryer with a blocking tight, a blocking tight end, a tight end that can catch. Uh, and what do you like? You got, I finally got all the pieces that you wanted, and we can only score a measly six points against the Texans, and those points are scored by Chris Boswell. <laughs> like, come on, uh, it's so bad, dude. It's so like we're, bad. Lucky, we're lucky we have Boswell. We literally be putting up goose eggs. Oh my god, dude! He's it's kicking so like fifty yard field goals. Yeah, fifty. Yeah, fifty yard field goals, man. Uh, if he wasn't as good as he was, we'd literally be putting up goose eggs. Oh my lanta! And then the defense. How oh, the defense, man? T.J. Watt and this T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith. I mean, you have Keanu Benton, the rookie, who's looking good. But like, you you get rid of Terrell Edmonds. Who was like a sure tackler? I mean, he wasn't much, but fuck, do I miss that guy? Oh <laughs> uh, man, I never thought I'd say that, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. Uh, it's a, like, a talent effect, man. Dude, oh man, and like we have JPJ, who looks good when he's playing snaps, and yet Ter- Terrell Austin's like, oh, he's not there yet. Tom's like, he's not there yet. Like who? who <laughs> I mean, you're and, happy with what you're seeing on the and, you're seeing on the field like, and, no, like come on. And Levi Wallace and Patrick Peterson are there. <laughs> like you trying to tell me JPJ couldn't leave guys wide open? Like if that's oh. if that's your definition of being there, those two? Like he's there. <laughs> if not more there than those two. Yeah, right. and like Minka's leading the league, or not leading the league, I think he's leading the team in tackles. Again, like that's something that we talked about in previous seasons. We're like, that should be the him and Cam Hayward. The, like the last two guys that defense. you want. Yeah, like 
you don't want Cam Hayward being the <laughs> only one running down the field, and you don't want Nico being the guy that makes all the tackles. Like, what are you well, doing? That's what. That's why all the don't hit the panic button yet. People are going to say, wait till Cam comes back. It still doesn't fix the secondary. It still doesn't fix the middle linebackers. Like, Jiminy Frost. Yeah, and they have like Braden Fajoko, who's like a run stopping menace. And you don't have him suited up at all. Like, why bring him, why elevate him from the practice squad? Like, yeah, like we talked about it before. Like, he doesn't offer much in the realm of pass rushing, but like, the dude can stop the run. And we just got gashed by Damian Pierce. Like, he's a solid running back, but like, I think. Of course, against the Steelers, he looks like prime AP. One hundred yard rushing game. Yeah, like like they just he he looked unstoppable. Like all these things that used to you used to pride yourself on, the Steelers, uh, you just uh, you have nothing. Like, what is the identity of this team besides sucking? Like you can't run, you can't run the ball, you can't stop run, you can't pass the ball, you can't you can't you give up. Did they give up a lot of big plays? Probably, yeah. Like against Nico Collins, looked like Randy Moss out there. Like, come on, Nico Collins, a wide receiver out of Michigan. I don't remember what what round he was drafted in, but like, he looked phenomenal. But C.J. Stroud, a rookie, like he is having the. I mean, granted, he's like he made like history by being like I think it was like having the most passing yards. In- first four games or QBR rating or something like that. But like that used to be like a thing that the Steelers could pride themselves in was stopping rookie quarterbacks. And you had CJ Stroud, who's a great quarterback, but you made him look like, I don't know, like prime Peyton Manning. You know, I mean, that's one thing you can count on with the Steelers is they, they always treated rookies like rookies. Rookie quarterbacks were always treated like rookie quarterbacks, and you didn't see that here. And probably part of that's like you always say, like there used to be this mystique behind the Steelers. Like when they came into town, you're like, "Oh man, here comes the Steelers." Mm-hmm. Now people are like, "Oh, the Steelers are here. Cool." Yeah, another bye week. Another and bye then, week. Yeah. Man. So these rookie quarterbacks, I see the Steelers are guy. This is my bounce back game. Not that CJ Stroud needed one, but. They look at it like, "Yep, here we go. This is where this is where I get to have my breakout game." Yeah, Kendrick Green's probably gonna get a lot more money. Like, there are people are trying to say that he's gonna be out of the league next year, but after a game like he had against the Steelers, I mean, shit, he's probably gonna be around for a, lo- a little bit longer <laughs> because of all that. Yeah. Uh, oh. I mean, uh, who's the, the Texans' offensive coordinator? Like he, I think he's from the. From the Cal Shanahan tree, I think also, which is what we should be like. That that guy, I'm pretty sure it's the Texans' offensive coordinator. But if you're looking for a new head coach, man, like bring that guy in <laughs> any any means necessary or whatever that saying is. Like get rid of Canada, fuck man. Like you gotta. I would imagine like there's somebody out there looking for potential new head coaches. And like, that's where I would start. Like that guy. Yeah. I'll go after Eric Bellamy. Like go after him before the, before the commander signed him to head coach. Yeah. Yeah. Something, so, something, man. Like it's, 
the way, like we said it before, and we'll say it again, but like the way the Steelers play football and like the way they run things is so outdated. Like yeah. they need to, they need to get with the times because you know, again, it's like the league is evolving. It's passing them by. I know somebody had mentioned something about Bill Belichick too. Like the league's passing him by. Like you guys can't win football games like the way you used to. <laughs> like if you're not the dropping Patriots like thirty, are... or... huh? The sad thing is the Patriots will move on from Belichick before you move on from our our people. That's so true. That's so true, man. Uh, I just would think that I don't know. It's, Art Rooney more concerned about money? Well, I mean, it kind of kind of feels that way, but the way they have, like, the smallest coaching staff, like, they don't want to spend the money. But I don't know, man. It's just – it just seems like the wheels are falling off of this whole thing. It's like every game you just get – you're just getting closer, to, closer and closer to the bottom. We're going to be I, the new Lions, the new Cleveland Browns. I don't right? It doesn't even feel like we're about to play the Ravens because they've literally sucked the air out of our fandom. Like this used to be, you know, on that stupid show we were on last year, which shout out to them if they want to bring us back because we'd love to get our flowers. But I understand <laughs> why you wouldn't want us back because right. we made Ned Flanders and D look really, really, really silly uh, to the point that now all D does is post half naked photos because. She needs the attention. Um, and Ned's out there to share them because he wants the attention. So, uh, yeah, oh, for each other. Uh... But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I just don't I don't know what to tell you guys. Um, last year on that stupid show, I was like, they were like, what's the one game you look forward to? And like, Ravens. And I, I don't even want to see us go out there. It's it's going to kill me to watch us get murdered by the Ravens. Tomlin had a winning record against Lamar Jackson after this season. I don't know if he'll still have a winning record against him. I only because I mean I don't doubt that Lamar is going to win both games this season. Mm-hmm. So um, the the only thing I don't know if he'll have a winning record because I think Lamar is one and four against Tomlin uh, teams. I think that's what the record was. But so he might be three and four after the season. <laughs> but I mean, it used to be something like I would have hung my hat on is like, well, at least he has Lamar's number. But like, like I said, they used to have rookie quarterbacks numbers too. And clearly we don't anymore. So Lamar might, this might win Lamar the MVP playing us twice a year. <laughs> Just going to have like 12 touchdowns in two games against the Steelers. Uh, Zay Flowers is gonna, but he's gonna look uh like I, I keep saying Randy Moss. Jerry Rice is gonna look phenomenal out there against the secondary. Uh, God, who I don't even know who the running back is. Melvin Gordon. He's gonna look like Melvin no, Gordon Gus, from the or Gus Gus Edward and Justice Hill. Justice oh. Hill. They want they want Justice Hill to be the guy, but he's coming back from an injury, so they might not. He might not get. The bulk of the share, the carries this week, but and the game's gonna be in Pittsburgh. Man, it's gonna be like if the Steelers don't put up any points in the fir- or the first quarter, dude. Like it's just gonna be. I could just see fans walking out right away. Like, yeah. 
Like they're like, I can't, I can't bear to watch this team just get destroyed. I was gonna say it might, it might be a Ravens home game at at, at halftime. <laughs> like, I can imagine any Steeler fans wanting to stick around at halftime if it was twenty-eight to three. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like even though like we suck, like no one wants to sit in there with the Ravens fans like losing their minds, like. If it's like the 49ers in there when they were, it was so deafening hearing "Let's Go Niners," like right, no one's sitting there for a Ravens chant at, in oh, Pittsburgh. Oh God! If that doesn't get someone fired, like I, I, I don't know how you even watch another Steelers game. Yeah, like if yeah. if they get their asses whooped, like what is the, the what what can anybody say afterwards? Like like are if, they just going to repeat themselves? You know what I mean. Right, Tomlin's going to say we're going to have changes, and he's going to take water away at practice until, like, is that like the next big thing? Mm. Like after the bye week, they have the Rams. The Rams have looked really oh, good this season. God. Yeah, our um, boy Puka. 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 And, yeah, and and I think Cooper Cup will be back for that game. So like, oh shit, you you know Matt Stafford is about to have twelve twelve touchdowns. Um, not the Jaguars after that. Uh, the Titans and Packers. Uh, well, yeah, so Ravens by, <laughs> and then yeah, Rams, Jaguars, Titans, Packers, Browns again. Uh, Bengals who look beatable. They're about where we are this season, but because they're playing us, they're gonna look like the Bengals of old. Cardinals, Patriots, Colts. I mean, I don't think we're going to win. This is going to be Tomlin's first losing season. Like, there's like, the way that we're playing, if we, dude. If we go through this, I see us losing to the Ravens, so two and three, Rams, two and four, Jaguars, two and five. The Titans are the Titans, but I think they beat us two and six. I can see us beating the Packers. So we're three and six. Browns will be three and seven. Bengals in Cincinnati. Even though they haven't looked good, that'll probably put us at three and eight. Cardinals, we should could win. So let's say four and eight. Patriots will lose because they have a really good defense and they run the ball. Also three and nine. Colts. They got a good defense, so I think they beat us three and ten. Bengals at home. Joe Burrow's probably feeling better then, so three and eleven. Seahawks three and twelve. Ravens at home beat us <laughs> three and thirteen. No, that we'd have to be three and fourteen. So yeah. Jesus I can see Christ. us finishing three and fourteen, four and thirteen best. Like that's best case scenario. It was four and thirteen, I feel like. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I just the way the this team is going right now and how they have failed to provide answers or any or inspire any hope with the way they're playing, like there's I no changes after saying that there was going to be changes. No change to the offense. Everybody, oh god, yeah. 
It's it's gonna it's gonna I, this has this this has to be Tomlin's first losing season, and they're, they're just, saying that, huh? this is of course assuming we don't fire it, like the coiners and actually make changes. But right, sorry, I should preface that. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. Like uh, yeah, like at the end of the season because they said that they weren't gonna fire Canada mid season, but if for some if some unknown reason where they finally come to their senses and actually do make a change. Like I don't know. If we're, getting, if we're getting beat by double digits every week, if we're scoring less than double digits every week, like you have to assume they would break that rule, right? I would hope so. But then also, if we let's say they they do fire Canada and they have to change, I don't know, like how much damage did Canada do to everybody to where they're like, like you said, seeing ghosts and not being able to execute. Like if we fire Canada and bring somebody else, like how much of a change is that really going to be? Like for the better to be an offensive coordinator. Yeah. Dude wants to come back. We'd probably be able to run the ball then. Make him offensive coordinator and uh, offensive line coach. Like let him do both. Why not? Why not? And they they want they want to be stingy with their coaching money, so let them do both. Uh, I'm just I, I another thing like I think running out of shit to say for Canada like the one week was it uh, was it against the was it against where they're like oh Matt Canada is going to be more involved with Kenny Pickett and then we found out that wasn't true and then it was like the offense needs to find their mojo. And then Tomlin comes out and says, that's not the case. Like, I didn't say that. I was just joking with the media. And then after the Texans was, yeah, I prom- or there needs to be a change. Oh, yeah, he's talking changes. about practice. Yeah, and it's talking about practice. Like, what's it going to be after the Ravens? Like, is it going to be like, well, uh, you know. Uh, you know what it's going to be? It's going to be, well, uh, we they executed the their their plays better than we executed ours. Yeah, uh, that seems to be his you know, go-to line. We we didn't live up to our standard, um, you know. So we gotta go back and watch tape and see where things went wrong. Uh, we didn't make enough splash plays, you know. We 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 thrived when we make splash plays. We just didn't make the splash plays this week, and uh, we failed to execute on the weighty downs. Yeah, like come on, man, like. I'm just getting tired of it all, man. <laughs> but like, well, like you said, we knew we saw it coming. We knew it was coming, but now it's now it's here. So, yeah, set to fucking suffer. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah. is, what what else can you say about this at this point? Like, it's just. Right, like we know, like we can't even like. There's not really any analysis that we can do because it's been the same shit for fucking three years, the same plays. Yeah. No, nothing's different. It's just this, like insanity, insanity, a literal insanity happening in the Pittsburgh Steelers organization right now. Like I'm there's tired. nothing you can say. There's nothing you can say because they didn't change anything. Said so practicing with pads on, and again, that doesn't fix the schemes that are failing us. Like it doesn't 
better if you execute the schemes. The schemes are terrible. You guys don't know how to adjust. You guys don't make halftime adjustments. You guys don't make any adjustments. You guys just keep doing the same thing and hoping the other team somehow <laughs> changes their scheme that's working. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah indeed. Is there anything <laughs> yeah. else you want to say? Is there anything else you want to say about this? Because, like, I don't, I don't know how much more we can beat this horse. Uh, no, no, man, no, just start Roderick Jones, start JPJ, start Keanu Benton more, give him more snaps. Well, Put Elijah Riley out there. They have to start Broderick. How bad is Dan Moore's injury? I think he's out. He's so, yeah, out. They, they have to start him, right? Right. Uh, he's out. Uh, Pat Fryermuth is out. Oh, here's a here's a Preston uh, Harvins. <laughs> this is something that might surprise you. Are you ready for this? Uh, Larry Ogunjobi is not on the injury report. His foot must finally be healed. There's still plenty of time to for him to go back on it. <laughs> Stub his toe, going to like the refrigerator in the morning, and turn the lights on. Yeah, no, that's what their plan is. So James Daniels did not practice. Uh, Chuk didn't practice. Isaac, well, Isaac Smalley is not injury related. Well, Dan Moore but... didn't obviously. So are they, like the, are they literally trying to take a play out of the Texas playbook and be like, all right, we're just going to put all of our starters on injury, the injury, and just grab people as a stance. This could be our chance. Let's go to Pittsburgh. But the way that those guys played, or I think James, like, why you you literally are talking about putting pads on in practice, right? Yeah. And you want them to be physical in practice, but like, your offensive line is dog shit. So why say that and not have like your three guys not practice? You know what I mean? Like why why is Isaac yeah. Smiler not practicing? Why is James Daniels not practicing? Like I don't it doesn't make any sense, dude. Yeah. James Daniels apparently isn't practicing because of the groin. Um but I mean is he still is he on the injury report? Yeah. Oh uh, what about Isaac Smiler? What's what's his deal? He's on he's on there, but it says not injury related. So like, so he I, didn't practice. <laughs> must be like a family issue, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but it's hard to speculate. Maybe he's like, if Chooks, Dan, and James don't have to practice, neither do I. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Why is Chooks not practicing? Like that's uh, just crazy. Chooks is an elbow. Oh, allegedly. It's weird because I said Presley Harvin did not practice because his hamstring injury is his right hamstring, but then Pat said that list which hamstring it is. Kenny was a limited participant. Uh, Cole Holcomb, limited participant. Pat Peterson didn't practice, not injury related. Um, Veterans Day off. <laughs> Damarin Leal didn't practice because of a concussion. What a joke. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I guess I don't know. It'll be interesting. It will be interesting. Don't worry, they'll, they'll announce that Gunnar Oshevsky's going to be in the starting lineup. 
I mean, he's not on the concussion protocol. So. Oh, my. Oh, man. What do you think, man? You got anything else to add to this terrible shit stew? Well, I don't want us to end on a bad note. So, um, I just want you to know that come Sunday, I will be in Indiana to watch the game with you. Really? Yeah. I wanted to I wanted to break it here first. <laughs> if we're if we're gonna watch if we're gonna watch the Steelers go down in flames, it's not gonna be together. with distance between us. <laughs> we're gonna do it together. Together. Like like it was always meant to be. Yeah, man. We That's predicted true. we predicted the sinking ship together, and now we're gonna watch it go down as the captains of the ship. Oh yeah, true. Um, we got Monday off. So, um, I'm gonna head that way Saturday after Audrey goes down for a nap. So I'll be up there Saturday, ready to go Sunday. And uh, like oh, yeah. I said, it's been a Clement Doom podcast, but I wanted to bring a smile to your face before <laughs> before we, before we put a bow on it. Oh and yeah, just let you know that we're gonna be blackout drunk, and we won't we won't see the final score until we wake up covered in drool and sweat. <laughs> <laughs> But when we when we finally see the final score, when we wake up at some point, it will be like, yeah. But at least we did it together. <laughs> at least we did it together, man. Oh, that made that made me smile, dude. Yeah. Like I said I had to save it for the end, just for the just so that we didn't walk away with this with sour grapes. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. I'm gonna bring my Tomlin shades. That way, when we're sitting in beat ups, no one can see us. So no one can see us crying. No one can see us and, cry. Uh, oh yeah. hell yeah, man! That's that's the way to do it. That's that's why you guys need to get a real a real best friend like I have. Because yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna like you said, watch this shit show. We might as well do it together. <laughs> Listen, there's no way we could suffer through this alone. I know we got. Beautiful, loving families, but they just don't get it like we do. They don't understand. They don't understand. <laughs> They're like, why don't you just go cheer for like a winner, like the 49ers or like the Eagles or something or the Chiefs? They'll be like, no, no. That's why you guys are sweet. And we love you and you're adorable, but you don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. We have a, an abusive relationship with the Steelers. No matter how many times they tell us, they'll change and they won't do it. They won't hurt us again. We just keep coming back for more. They just put on pads and do it again. <laughs> yeah, put on pads, man. They just put on pads. Hell yeah, we're changing into pads. <laughs> oh, that'll solve everything. That'll that'll fix all the problems. Uh, I know I'm sad again, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens Sunday, guys. But we told you so. But we'll see what happens. But we told you so. Like I said, the only silver lining to this game is if Trubisky starts, or Mason, but Trubisky, because he's been here before, and he's pulled rabbits out of his ass in impossible situations with the Bears. And uh, like I said, the other silver lining is if you put Mason in, that dude's got to know at this point he's got nothing to lose, so maybe just like sling that thing like a motherfucker and uh, 
to something <laughs> crazy. But if you put Kenny in there, it's gonna be like that like goalie thing, like that goalie meme that went around like years ago where the guy keeps getting hit by the ball and they literally just put him in a chair and he gets hit again and <laughs> he's getting like smoked over and over on the penalty kicks. Uh, and the umpire's like or the the announcer's like, Oh my god, how does he do it? It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna yeah. be held together by like decade. <laughs> Oh man! Shout out to Mason. Love that dude. Yeah, I I know you put I, like I said anyone but Kenny Sunday. Not just because I care about Kenny. I just don't want to see him get killed. That's really what it is. We just care about Kenny too much. I just don't want to see him go out on a stretcher. For uh, Mason already did. The... <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, yeah. <laughs> Mason out there, then he's, he's done used it once. to it. He's yeah. it twice. Yeah, Earl Thomas had his number and knocked his ass out, so he'll he'll know what to expect. It's all right, Mason. If anybody can handle it, it's Mason. Yeah. He's tough as nails. I would give him that. Took a helmet to the head and kept on going. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, man. All right, dog. <laughs> well, let's send yeah. it on Mason. The picture of Mason being wheeled out or stretchered out. I'm sticking out of his face. The picture with the face mask unbolted, and he's just like, like, oh man, yeah. Out there, like, out there, like Rocky. (laughs) He's out in the world, man. man. Uh, All right, dog. All right. Well, (laughs) as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, You can. Catch us at uh, SSN underscore Steelers and at You Tell Me Pod One. And look, you call us pessimists, you call us negative Nancy's, not real fans, but now you can tweet us out. Uh, make sure you add us and tell us we were right. Excellent. Love you all. Have have a great night, and we'll talk to you soon. Later, everybody. Bye. Bye.